Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Good morning, Muskoka. I hope you're all having a beautiful Saturday morning. I I know I am. The sun is shining. Spring is here. The buds are coming out on the trees, forming into leaves. The bugs are out. I mean, that's the sign of spring. Anyway, I hope you're having a great morning. I'm Kelly, local registered nature-based art therapist and phototherapy specialist here in downtown Huntsville. And I'm your host of Mental for Art, the show that offers creative alternatives to talking it out. Because let's face it, not all of us are great at expressing our feelings um, or our emotions verbally. Some of us have a bit more trouble finding the right words to express how we feel. And that's okay. But that's where art and photography and more specifically nature can help out. Because both are gentle and self-reflecting therapeutic mediums. And when they're combined with nature, they give you an opportunity to share how you're feeling in various ways. And, you know, visually is just one of those. And in my practical experience, I found that the use of visuals um, led to some really great conversations. So if you're one of those people who do have a little bit of a hard time verbally expressing themselves, Hey, I know I do sometimes, um, and that's why I use photography a lot, and I use nature photography more so, um, then I encourage you to give the arts a try. You know, you might just find that it's the perfect fit for you. So, having said that, let's dive right into today's topic of conversation, which is about the healing powers of nature. More specifically, um, how certain activities in nature can support your mental well-being. And I wanted to talk to you about this because not long ago, maybe about four months ago, I transitioned my practice, so my private practice, into a nature-based art and phototherapy practice. And I call it Combinature. And I call it that because it is. It's a combination. combination, (laughs) I got stuck on that one. It's a combination of nature using art and photography, you know, for well-being. And so that's why I call it Combinature. Anyway, I still offer, like I said, art and phototherapies. However, both modalities are now centered around and focused on nature and spending time in nature, you know, benefiting from Mother Nature's natural healing powers. That's a lot of nature in one mouthful, isn't it? But it's true. And science has and continues to document studies and their results from people spending time in nature. There's mounting evidence. Get this. There's mounting evidence from dozens and dozens of researchers sharing that nature has benefits for both our physical and physiological human well-being. For instance, you can boost your mood just by walking in nature, even in urban natural settings, right? Urban nature settings. And that sense of connection we have or develop with the natural world seems to contribute to our happiness, even when we're not physically immersed in it. So if you don't live in a forested area, you can still benefit from nature in a park, in your backyard, anything like that, any green space. So let's just touch on that for a minute, because I think that sharing this information, especially with individuals who are in need of support, 
but perhaps haven't the time or the finances or even the courage to seek it out, can really benefit from what nature naturally has to offer our mental health and well-being. When we spend time in nature, you know, out in nature, so many things happen to us, both physically and mentally. You know, spending time in nature can act as a healing ointment, let's say, for our busy brains. Both correlational and exper experimental research has shown that interacting with nature actually has cognitive benefits. For instance, think about your kids, if you have them, you know, let's think about that for a moment and think about their school environment and the green spaces around them. Here in Muskoka, we are blessed to have nature and natural settings all around us, even around our schools, which is so great. And why? Because those green spaces near your child's school or around your child's school grounds actually promote their cognitive development, as well as improve their self-control behaviors. And those are big things right now, right? Especially after COVID. Self-control and just knowing where to fit in and what feels comfortable and being out and about again. And that's huge. That's green huge. And even for, you know, adults like ourselves, spending time in green spaces, you know, has also shown that that time we do spend outside in nature impacts and improves our attentional functioning. And that's big too, as well as our working memory, our cognitive flexibility, and even our attentional control. And those benefits, again, are huge, green huge. And on the flip side, studies have shown that exposure to urban environments is linked to attention deficits. So the opposite of what nature can do for us. And that makes sense because the people that I've recently, you know, talked to or interviewed about, about nature and about being in nature and about feeling the impact of nature um, have said that their indoor working environments have had a negative impact on their overall mood when they really thought about it. And when your overall mood is affected, well, that just trickles into all areas of your life, you know, like your relationships and your self-esteem and your self-worth and your home life, your work life, every area. So nature and being in nature just makes sense. And while some of us do have to work in an indoor environment, um, that doesn't mean we can't still benefit from nature's healing properties. It just means that we have to make a little bit more of an effort to get outside, right? A little conscious effort to go for a walk, even a short walk, you know, to consciously breathe in the fresh air, take in the green environment and space and wildlife within it. Listen to the sounds of the birds or the breeze or water if you happen to be near it, right? Paying attention to all of these factors can and will have a huge impact on your mental well-being. Green huge. I think I'm going to coin that phrase, green huge. I like that. Anyway, studies have also shown, that I get excited about this, because studies have also shown that for those of you who do work in an environment, you know, an indoor environment, just by adding potted plants to your desk or work area can have a similar effect. That's great, right? Maybe not as big an effect, 
but still having greenery around you can positively impact you and your day. Like how impressive is that? That just a few minutes of green can perk up a tired brain and change your mood. It's green huge. (laughs) You're going to get tired of me saying that, but oh well. Anyway, um, and you can add this, you know, to this change by incorporating sounds of nature to your work environment as well, right? Um, Google Mini Nest, have a Google Mini Nest there and and ask it to play, um, you know, nature sounds while you're working, like birds singing or crickets chirping or streams running, right? It helps, you know, you perform better. It helps that working environment become less stagnant. It helps you to feel like you're, you're outside, and, and that's where the benefit comes from. So is being in nature the best way to benefit from, from her healing properties? Absolutely. But like I said, you can still benefit from those healing properties by bringing aspects of nature to you inside. So think about that. Next time you go to work, right, on Monday, if you work in an indoor environment, think about that. Think about how you can improve your workspace or work environment by adding just a few plants or some sounds of nature. I think that sounds pretty cool. I'm lucky I work from home and having transitioned my practice, a lot of the work that I do outside now with clients, or I just told you what it is, a lot of the work that I do outside is the work that I do with clients. A lot of the work that I do with clients is outside because it's nature-based. I spend most of my time outside with my clients so that they can benefit from those healing properties that are just naturally floating around. So I'm going to stop here for a few minutes um, because we need to take a break. And I'm going to leave you here to think about what we've been talking about and more specifically, give you a few minutes to think about your current relationship with nature. Do you get enough time outside or could you be spending more time in nature? Give it some thought. Um, And when we come back, I'll share uh, a beautiful outdoor activity that you can try that will support your mental health in various ways. So go grab a coffee or a cup of tea, use the powder room, maybe make some, um, some green art Maybe put a plant in front of you for right now or just ponder what we've been talking about and I'll see you back here shortly. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome back to Mental for Arts. I'm Kelly, your host and local registered nature-based art therapist and phototherapy specialist here in downtown Huntsville. If this is your first time tuning into the show, you may be wondering why you're hearing birds. Can you hear the birds chirping? Well, that would be why, that would be because I work from home now. I have a nature-based practice, and so you'll be hearing a lot of nature sounds as we move through these episodes. So welcome. It's always nice to have new listeners and new concerns to talk about. And also, if you are new, like I say every week or every month, if you want to catch up on any of the missed episodes of Mental for Art, you can do so by visiting the Hunter's Bay website. You just have to click on what's on, scroll down to Mental for Art, and Bob's your uncle. There's all the episodes. Um, But while you're there, I also recommend checking out 
any or all of the other existing shows that Hunter's Bay has. Um, they have something for everybody. They have music, they have informational um, talks and podcasts. Yeah, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, for those of you who are returning, thank you again. Um, I really appreciate your dedication to the show and for returning um, to listen in each month. I'm taking the time out of your Saturday morning to give me the opportunity to talk about different everyday concerns with you and try and offer some nature-based creative alternatives and approaches to how those concerns affect you and how you work through them and how you work them out, basically. We don't want all those concerns sitting inside us, so it's important to work them out. So getting back to today's episode, for those of you who are just tuning in, today we are talking about nature and the mental, um, mental health benefits that come with spending time in nature. And as I mentioned before the break, about four months ago, I transitioned my own private practice into a nature-based practice. And I did this because of how important nature is to me and how passionately I believe in her healing properties and mental health benefits, how passionately I have felt felt them over my lifetime. I mean, I can't believe it took me this long to make that connection and transition in my practice. Now it, it just seems like a no-brainer. And I'm so grateful for the aha moment that I had because now I feel like, <coughs> pardon me, I feel like I have a scratch in my throat. Now I feel like I have so much more to offer my clients. So here I am, a nature therapist who combines the arts and photography with the healing benefits of the outdoors. And it's funny because I've been using nature as my go-to for my own mental health since I was a kid, long before I could recognize the benefits and long before I was consciously aware of why I was gravitating to nature or loved spending so much time outside. Yes, my camera and taking pictures is still a huge part of my own mental well-being. But when I, when I took the time to even think about that, I realized that all my photographs that I take are of nature. They are. They're all outside and of things in nature that move me or inspire me or make me curious or, or just make me feel good. And it became glaringly obvious that nature was the forefront of my picture taking. And that made the process of taking photographs on my daily walks and outings even more important and obviously the transition in practice. So I'm telling you this, not to talk about me, but because sometimes it's hard. So I'm telling you this because it's an example of how sometimes it's hard to see the sun through the clouds or hear the song of the birds perched high on a treetop or smell the scent of a flower that has yet to bloom, but they're there. And if we give them the opportunity, they will find us. They will find us and positively, positively impact our minds and our bodies. If we just give nature a chance and just be still with her, we will feel the warmth of the sun, that sun that you can't see. We'll hear the song of the, those birds that you possibly can't see up, up high on the treetops. And we will be able to smell the flower as it blooms but we have to be still with her. We have to sit still with her. So the nature-based activity that I would like you to try for your own mental well-being is called a sit spot. And a sit spot is pretty much as it sounds. 
in its most natural form, a sit spot is a place in nature that you visit routinely, that you regularly gravitate to or go to, right? Um, A place in nature, a natural environment where you feel comfortable and safe and relaxed and at ease, you know, because a sit spot, it's a mindful exercise that just encourages you to focus on all of your senses as opposed to just your sight. And your sit spot, wherever that may be in nature, will help connect you with nature and the natural world around and get you out of your head and away from that constant chatter that goes on in there. I mean, wouldn't that, doesn't that sound great? Being able to just sit in nature and let go of all those thoughts? I mean, they're still going to be there, but it's, it's what you do with them. So when you're in a sit spot, it's just about observing. And all you need to do um, for a sit spot is just sit in a chosen spot. So a spot, like I said, that you feel comfortable and at ease and relaxed in and safe in. And sit in that chosen spot for about 20 minutes to half an hour. And I say this because it's really important to take this amount of time because it usually takes about 20 minutes or so for nature to resume itself after it has been disturbed. So for instance, I have a sit spot in my forest that I gravitate to daily and it's by my stream. I just love the sound of of water. And I know that getting to this sit spot, getting to the spot by the stream means crunching through leaves and stepping on and snapping falling branches um, it means, you know, hanging on to a, a tree or two, um, all of which obviously make noise and disrupts nature, right? And that, that noise disturbs any wildlife that may be around or in my forest. So once I'm at my sit spot, I wait the 20 minutes because that's how long it takes for the birds and wildlife and just nature in general to feel safe enough to return or to return to what they were doing. But here's the important piece of all of this. During that 20 minutes, I just sit and observe. I just sit quietly and observe. I sit and I notice. I sit with no expectation, with no agenda, with no motive or no perceived outcome. I just sit and observe and notice what's happening around me, what's living around me, what's moving around me what sounds, what smells, what sights are around me. And that's what a sit spot is. It's a spot in nature where you can go and sit every day and just notice. And just by noticing and observing with no agenda or expectation, nature naturally reduces your stress and any tension in your body that you might have. And it will, in doing so, it will improve your ability to focus, your your awareness, your appreciation and gratitude, and your overall mood. And people, that's green huge. (laughs) And, you know, all in all, a sit spot will give you space to notice your thoughts and emotions because they're still going to be there. They don't go anywhere. But in a sit spot, you can kind of, I want to use the word numb them. You can quiet them. They don't have to be that loud. They don't have to be at the forefront. They can be there, 
because they're useful. They can be there, but they don't have to be everything, right? And you don't have to act on them. That's the important piece. They can be there, but in a sit spot, you don't have to act on them. Again, it's just observing and noticing those thoughts, those emotions, the smells, the sounds, everything that's going on around you, just noticing. And this activity will help you relax and calm your mind. It will help reduce any stresses you're feeling or worries you're carrying. It will allow you to just see the life, the beauty, and the joy of nature that is right at your feet. And that brings me to another point. When you're in a sit spot, your feet are touching the ground. And getting grounded is so important to getting connected with nature and to really benefiting from her positive mental health impacts. You know, so it will allow you to see all those things, that beauty and that joy. And it'll help you get to know the local wildlife, you know, get to know what birds are in your area, get to know what what little creatures are living there just by observing, right? Just by observing the birds and the animals and their behaviors. That's really cool. Just noticing. I mean, I'm looking out my front door right now. You can hear the birds. I can see the birds. I can see the squirrels. There's squirrels chasing each other. It's like they're playing tag. And just noticing those behaviors. And in noticing that, I'm totally forgetting even that I'm here talking to you. I'm totally forgetting what's going on in my life. And that's huge. That's green huge, people. Yeah. And, you know, if that weren't enough, a sit spot will also help you feel a sense of connection and belonging. Right, especially as you become more aware that you are part of something much bigger than yourself. You know, we we can tend to get caught up in ourselves and caught up in our lives and caught up in our thoughts and caught up in our worries, but life is so much bigger than us. Nature shows us that, and it's important to remember that. So, that, my friends, brings us to the end of this month's episode of Mental for Art. And I really do encourage you to try the sit spot activity. I guarantee, you know, you may have a little bit of trouble sitting there quietly, but, you know, with anything, it just takes time for it to become habitual and to become normal for you. But please, please give it a try. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. You know, I think it'll, even if it helps you in the smallest of ways, that's good because even the smallest of changes in our thinking and in our daily behaviors can create a ripple effect in our overall mental and physical well-being. And that's what this is all about, right? So I want to thank you for joining me and for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to make my Saturday morning one that I will put in the books and remember forever. I love these, these, uh, these opportunities to chat. So I look forward to meeting you back here again next month when I will address yet another everyday concern and provide you with a nature-based activity or approach that will hopefully offer you some support where you need it. So keep your emails coming because I love reading them and I thoroughly enjoy brainstorming new ideas that will be out in nature that will support you with them, especially this time of year. So make sure to send those emails and letters to Kelly at PictureYourselfWell.com using the subject line Mental for Art. And until then, this is Kelly. 
your host of Mental for Art, wishing you all positive growth and healing. Have a wonderful month, everyone. And remember that the best way to put a little happiness in your day is to color someone else's. So keep coloring it forward, and I'll see you soon.